Hello and welcome to Euronet Plus and The Green Deal. The Green Deal is the new and climate-friendly podcast created by the European Radio Network. My name is Sina, I'm a journalist and happy to be part of Euronet Plus. In this podcast, my European colleagues and I are discussing the big milestones the EU has to meet to work effectively against climate change. The Green Deal deals with food safety, renewable energy, the reduction of carbon dioxide, traffic and many other main topics on the way into a climate-friendly and healthy future. Can we reduce our environmental footprint on this planet? Can Europe be the first continent to be climate neutral by 2050? The Green Deal collects thoughts, ideas and new developments of politicians and scientists from all over Europe. So, let's Green Deal with this. Hello and welcome to a new episode of The Green Deal. Today we're looking at a big issue with great potential when it comes to living climate-friendly in the future. Our houses. Did you know that 40% of all European energy consumption are allotted to the buildings and houses we live in? Buildings therefore make up 36% of all carbon dioxide emissions. That is more than one-third of all emissions. The good thing is, if we find a way to renovate the 75% of properties in Europe that are inefficient, that will have a huge positive impact on the climate goals the European Union wants to reach by 2050. Yes, old buildings can be quite pretty to look at, but if we managed to renovate all of these houses, it would save between 5 and 6% of all greenhouse gases. Sounds like a great idea. That is probably something we can all agree on. But the question is how to pay for it. The European Union wants 35 million buildings to be reconstructed within the next 10 years. Programs that financially support house owners are already running. But is that enough help and motivation? If we take a closer look at Italy, new and harder rules on how to build sustainable houses and the financial support seem not to be enough. In Italy, three out of four houses are built in 1980 or earlier. Italy's energy consumption is far below the European average. And by the end of 2021, the European Union wants to implement a minimum standard all existing buildings must correspond to. Poland also struggles with many inefficient buildings. My Polish colleague Joachim from our Euronet Plus member radio station in Warsaw does see a positive trend in people's awareness when it comes to living more and more climate-friendly. Nonetheless, the struggle is real. Die Polen sind ein immer umweltbewussteres Volk, doch von der Theorie zur Praxis ist ein langer Weg. Polish people become more and more environmentally aware, but from theory to practice is a long way. For a few years there has been a boom in building new houses. Of course, all new houses are built sustainable. Even old buildings got renovated and can stand up to EU standards. But most people still heat by coal-burning stove. The EU's biggest cities suffering from smog are located in Poland, which only changed slowly. Last year, about 100,000 stoves got replaced in the course of a governmental program. The Department of the Environment wants to invest 25 billion until 2023. But this is only the beginning of a long journey, as there are more than a million toxic coal-burning stoves in Poland. This is but just the beginning of a long journey. In Poland, there is one million schädlicher Kohleöfen. In Germany, energy prices are rising. To engage financial programs is very bureaucratic, but the support opportunities in Germany are often high-rated by other EU countries. Sweden even uses German technology to build energy efficient. 
On November 1st, the new Building Energy Act comes into force in Germany for the energy requirements for new and existing buildings as well as for the use of renewable energies for heating and cooling. Dirk Mobers from the Energy Agency in Germany welcomes the energy guidelines for buildings given by the EU. I think the awareness is relatively high, mainly because energy is already expensive and prices will keep rising. I hope more house owners will learn from this and implement what it takes to build sustainable homes in the future. Mobas has one country to look up to. The Danes are far ahead of most European countries. But why? Since 1970, taxes on gas and oil have been implemented in Denmark, which positively affected the development of renewable energy. District heating solutions got supported and community and non-profit projects were funded. The Danes have also created the possibility of compulsory connection to main services, including older buildings. But this solution could not be implemented into German law. Energy renovation of existing buildings has generally positive effects for the individual building owner and user, and also for society. Energy renovation means a reduction in future energy bills. Oliver Rapf, the executive director from Buildings Performance Institute Europe, or GBPN Europe Hub, knows that all member states play a big role in whether the EU can match their goals question really is, how successfully are they being implemented by the member states? So a key solution to improving the energy performance of buildings really lies with the member states. It's the national governments who have to implement ambitious policies and policies that really stimulate investment into energy efficiency for buildings. This was an extract produced by the GBPN Global Buildings Performance Network. The GBPN has commissioned the Economist Intelligence Unit to undertake a survey on how companies in real estate and construction sectors can approach energy efficiency investments in Europe. This report suggests how policies can drive investments in energy-efficient buildings. Peter Graham, Heather Thompson and Oliver Rapf on the results. We found from that survey that the industry is ready to invest in deep energy efficiency in the building sector. More than 84% are actually interested in investing in reducing greenhouse gases associated with their businesses and are already taking action to do so. The most exciting conclusion from that survey for me was that the real estate industry is starting to understand that the efficiency level of a building has a real impact on the value of the building. And the real estate industry uh, is recognizing that they need to invest more into improving the energy performance of a building in order to keep or increase the value. Dan Staniacek explains what to understand under a deep renovation. We define it as a, an energy renovation that achieves a 60% to 90% energy saving in a building compared to what it was previously. People don't really appreciate what can be done in the property. They think they've got You know, nice walls, nice windows, they don't need to change them. It's not straightforward, but I think we need to think quite hard about how we can do this more, more effectively than we have so far. But how can companies, house owners and really anyone get motivated to invest into energy-efficient buildings? Klaus Grant from Rockwool International and Oliver Rapf from the GBPN. We are living in a world where the energy prices go up and down and therefore we don't have any comfort in making long-term decisions in those areas. What we really need that is to have a long-term framework that is solid. Governments really provide incentives, not just through short-lived subsidy schemes, 
um, but also, for example, through tax incentives. Tax incentives work very well. We know that, for example, from, uh, from cars, where people pay higher taxes for highly polluting cars, they tend to switch to more efficient cars. So if you would, for example, have a regulation which combines the tax level for your property with the energy performance of the property, that could be one direct incentive for people to stimulate investment. The European Union has high goals that need the individual to participate in order to be reached. If you want to build a house in the future or you're currently renovating an older building, you are able to make a difference in the European Climate Statement. If you want to get more ideas on what you can do personally to live more climate-friendly, you can also listen to our first episode that dealt with the food industry as climate killer. Just subscribe to Euronet Plus and The Green Deal and stay updated. <laughs>